Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Now when you use code DNVR at sign up, you're going to get several special offers. One of which is how a $5 bet can actually win you $150 in free bets all throughout the NBA postseason. Again, that's with code DNVR on DraftKings Sportsbook when you sign up. We are your hosts of the DNVR Rockies podcast. I'm Patrick Lyons. I'm Susie Hunter. Hello. <laughs> and despite the fact that we don't have a game, we've got a lot to talk about. We always have a lot to talk about. We are we're little chatterboxes over here. We are. We, we'll, we'll break down a little bit of the Rockies-Tigers series. We'll talk about one of the biggest stories in baseball. It's, it's a big story for some right reasons, maybe some wrong reasons. Miguel Cabrera, his 3,000th hit. And we're going to tell you why the Field of Dreams project that I think some people may have been irked by just a little bit is actually very much a good thing. We'll, we'll get into all that and, and go off the rails as we normally do. It's Friday night. It's, you know what right now what this is? Friday night lights. That's it. There's no game. There's no Rockies game. It's all us doing it and having fun. Let us be the light in your life tonight. <laughs> You didn't get to witness history tonight, but you get to witness us. Let's go. Yeah, Rockies-Tigers, unfortunately, was postponed very close to the first pitch. It was about an hour. Uh, I kept looking. I I saw that it was rainy all day, and they didn't didn't bag it. They didn't delay it. Mm -hmm. And eventually, you know, they they did cancel it. I think think the situation is ultimately that a very weird scenario would have happened if Miguel Cabrera – played in the rain, maybe it's a light rain, let's say early on, gets a hit, 3,000th hit, wow, celebration, and then it starts pouring, and they have to cancel the game before it's official, then that that hit didn't actually happen. So that's mm-hmm. that's really, really strange. So they, they bag in and say, well, we can just do it. Normally, the weather will be a lot nicer on Saturday, and I, it's probably the right decision. Yeah, so now tomorrow we get 18 innings of baseball. <laughs> a lot. Yeah, a lot we're back of, to the regular. We're back to regular doubleheaders now. We are. That's right. Yeah, uh, pair of of nine inning games, and the Rockies will, of course, be able to add a 29th member, and they haven't announced who that is. Uh, I imagine it will probably be a pitcher that they will bring out because because this actually creates an interesting scenario. So with the doubleheader on Saturday, it's going to be Antonio Cinzatella pitching game one. First game, like he would have, you know, on Friday, Austin Gomber will pitch in game two. And now you've got two guys that go on back-to-back days going on the same day, 
which I believe as the schedule plays out on Wednesday, there's nobody to go. Sensatella was supposed to go on Wednesday in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. but he'll only be on three days rest. So does he go on three days rest? Do they have a bullpen day? Do they call somebody up from you know the minors to kind of make a spot start? I, I don't know. Do you have any inklings of, about this? Maybe, maybe Sensatella, they only have him go out and throw like four innings and throws only 60 pitches and then he starts on three days rest. Oh my God. I just keep thinking, I'm like, watch Sensatella, like throw a no hitter tomorrow. And like everyone hates the Rockies. That's like the one scenario that's like playing out in my mind. (laughs) Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. And, and so uh, one funny wrinkle, and I think we may have put this out on the DNVR Rockies account at, at some point is that, you know, Sensatella, looks up to Miguel Cabrera. I mean, he's a dude, right? They're both from Venezuela. Their towns are, are right next to each other. Sensatella's from Valencia. Uh, Miggy's from Maracay. So, like, I think some of the players even took photographs. Actually, I think it was yeah. Danielle Allentuck. Yep, it I was, was just going to say, she posted some great Instagram uh, screenshots of them meeting Miggy, which I thought was really sweet. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's their guy. I mean, growing up, there, there's not too many players from Venezuela. And of course, the greatest ones are going to be revered the most. So, you know, I I would I would hope to be, you know, in the clubhouse after that game to know or maybe even beforehand and say, would you want to give up the 3000 pit? Like it's a gift and a curse, right? Like all things in mm-hmm. life. It depends on how you look at it. Wow. I'm a part of history with this guy, but also you don't want your name on one of those registries that sounds worse than I meant it to, but you get your name on, you get your name on a spreadsheet. You get your name on, on, a, a, on a spreadsheet, on a Patrick Lyons spreadsheet. That's it. I, it's, it's all the craze now. It's what everyone's talking about. I excel at it. Thanks for Nate for that pun here. Right before. We... I loved that. I loved it. Yes. You are excelling for sure. I'm the spreadsheet assassin for, for sure. So, you know, he, he's trying to keep his name off that list. So it doesn't say Miguel Cabrera, Antonio Sensatella. Boom. Uh, it, it would be interesting to see. So, yeah, I'm, I'm sure he would rather the, the no hitter than, than give up 3,000. But that's a cool little storyline. You've got Jose Iglesias also being a guy from Venezuela, Elias Diaz, who, you know, had his photograph taken. And so he'll be behind the dish at, at some point. I don't know. That would be an interesting, you know, side bet. I'm sure plenty of people who listen to our show or our Rockies fans in and amongst your friends make the side bet who gives up the hit this weekend to Miguel Cabrera because you got to think he's going to get at minimum 10 plate appearances, not 10 at bats, but 10 plate appearances. You know, he might draw a walk here if he doesn't get a pitch, but somebody you'd have to think is going to give up that hit from this team. It's I mean, the numbers, it just, it has to be someone, it would be crazy if it wasn't. Uh, but yeah, it's just, it's wild that the Rockies get to be part of this uh, big conversation about this really big moment. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll dig into those details a little bit more in a mm-hmm. second. The game two, uh, which, so the, the start times are at 11, 10 AM. How about that for early? And then breakfast and baseball. That's it. And then the second game, the split double header is so late. It's at 4 40 PM. So, you know, you might actually be able to do some decent you know multitasking saturday it's it's a yard work day i think for a lot of folks mm-hmm. it's spring you're you're potting some plants whatever it may be weather's really nice you want to go out but if you've got the the mlb at that app you know you listen to, to jack corrigan whatever it may be so you can still stay you know in touch and tethered to the game while also getting some things done but in that second game at 440 
Uh, cool story for multiple reasons. One, you've got the Major League debut of Bo Brisky, not to be confused with Bill Blasky from another Saturday Night Live reference. Have you ever you seen are that? a Saturday Night Live historian. I actually am. I, I you are. Myself. Like, you I'm actually not, are. I'm going to joke. Yes, I, I'm I, not I really feel joke. like I am. No, no, it was a skit. It was one of, like, Will Ferrell's first big skits. And there was a bunch of guys there drinking, like, at an airport. And they would just tell these, like, crazy tales about a guy who's this. It's really cool because, again, you know, there'll be a, an interesting wrinkle. I don't know if you read Jason Stark at all from The Athletic, but he has all these. And he's a Philly guy. For, he used to cover the Phillies. Love my Philly people. That's it. He's great. Um, you know, he, I think he has some family too in the Boulder area. So he's got Colorado connections, but he has like these articles that go into such minutia about different things. And so it would be interesting to see if Cabrera gets his 3000th hit in game two, how many of the, I think it maybe he's 31, 32 players who have 3000 hits. If, uh, on their team, someone had their major league debut. Like that's imagine your first game, you're seeing something historic as that from a guy from your team. Like that's that would be pretty wild if that happened for Mr. Bo Brisky. Yeah, that would be. You are very good at finding all of the possible historic scenarios that could happen. I gotta and I and I gotta write it down on my spreadsheet, of course, naturally. Of course. Uh, but but Bo Brisky, uh, this is cool. He was he was raised in Gilbert, Arizona, played division two baseball and was drafted in the 27th round in 2019. So the dude's already going to make it to the majors after only being drafted in 2019 and was a 27th round pick at a Division II school. And you know what Division II school he went to? No, I don't. CSU Pueblo. How about that? I played in the RMAC against, you know, Regis and Adam State, Metro State, all of that. So that's kind of cool that he's going to now make his debut Against the Colorado Rockies, a team that, you know, he may have even played. I don't know if RMAC plays any games at Coors Field. I know some of the high schools mm-hmm. in the Denver metro area, they, they will go and have games there. But, again, you know, you, you kind of can't make things up like that. That's pretty neat. Yeah, that's really cool. I'm glad you I'm glad you did your digging. Did it. Did a little, did a little bit of research there. I'm not, I'm not sure if he has got a favorite burger shop, you know, in the Pueblo area. Has he, has he ever been to Sexy Pizza down in Trinidad? Actually, no, because that that just opened up. So I I'm pretty sure he hasn't been down there. But there's a little. But we point. can't confirm. We can't confirm. We can't deny. We cannot. Mm-mm. We cannot. Yeah. It, it, it's like we heard in the press box uh, with a couple of rumors and speculations and innuendo from a good friend. You're not wrong, but I can't confirm that. I love that. I love this line. We'll we'll and leave I, that there. I, but that is great, right? I've been trying to use it in everyday conversation and no one else appreciates it the way that like we're appreciating it. Yeah. If, if you like don't want to say yes to something, you say you're not wrong, but I can't confirm. Yeah. And that's that gives you enough distance. It's a classy distance. Yeah. Rockies go back to Detroit for the first time since 2014. They haven't played the Tigers since 2017. Again, they're in the AL Central. So they're out there. They've got a, an even 15-15 record between these two teams. Uh, interesting little wrinkle. Rockies haven't fared as well on the road. They're only five and ten at Comerica Park. Uh, I think they're one and six, or they actually know they've lost their last five games in Detroit. CJ Crone returns to to the Tigers. He's mm-hmm. I don't think he very has very familiar. Memories. Yeah, he only played like thirteen games. I think had had knee surgery after that shortened twenty twenty season. Uh, mm-hmm. That it, it ended his season early, the knee surgery, but then. He became a Colorado Rocky on a minor league deal. Very, very mm-hmm. shrewd deal by previous GM, CJ Crone. Like, 
That was a steal. That was a steal. All of a sudden. It was a steal. And you know what? He's doing much better with us. I feel like he won the breakup, you know? <laughs> yeah, I would agree. He need, he is still kind of searching for a big nickname. Now, when he homers, of course, he's in the crone zone. Mm-hmm. Or the other pitcher has been placed into the crone zone. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there's there's something there. There's something else. Crone saw is is a common one that has a wrestling tie-in. Unfortunately, unfortunately, I don't, yeah, I don't get that. I don't get but that one. Crone saw is uh, so Randy Macho Man Savage. Yeah, born Randy Poffo. He was a minor league catcher with the Cincinnati Reds. Yes, before he Did became a wrestler, that. and later on in life, down in Florida, he used to play basketball every day with a young Brett Phillips. Yes, that's right, Tampa Bay Rays. Brett Phillips, when Macho Man passed away, he had a heart attack, crashed into a tree, unfortunately. Uh, he Brett Phillips just knew him as that old guy next door that loved to play basketball with him and had no idea he was one of the famous wrestlers of all time. Brett Phillips. I didn't yeah. know that story. I love Brett Phillips, too. Like, what a character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Former Colorado Springs Sky Sox. So all of these things connect. <laughs> Cronesaw, Bonesaw was his character, Macho Man. That was his character in the original Spider-Man. Okay. Remember Peter Parker comes out to the you, ring? I picture you having some kind of wall in your house where it's like the the Charlie Day meme where it's like all the all the lines connected. I just picture you having one of those. It's all in my I hit my, it's all in my head. I do free association all the time. I can You know what it is? It's probably in my early 20s playing a lot of 6 degrees of Kevin Bacon mm. and you just got to get creative and you're like, "All right, hold on to that. What's the next piece?" Boom. Okay, what's the next piece after that? And so that's how all these things are are interconnected in in some shape or form. So fascinating, fascinating, fascinating. Thank you for taking it from wrestling and bringing it back to baseball. We bring it back, and then Jose Iglesias, not a wrestler, but he'd probably be a good one. He's very athletic. We know that. Maybe he'll have yes. a second, a career later on in in life, like AJ Pierzynski, who did. I think he tried to have a little bit of a wrestling career and did anyway. Jose Iglesias did play with Detroit from uh, 2013 through 2018, was an all-star with them in 2015. Actually went to the American League Championship Series with Detroit there in 2013. Hit 357 in that series against the Red Sox, who would later go on to win the World Series. They have a tendency to go to the World Series and win and break hearts. It hurts. Too soon. (laughs) It does. It does hurt. But you can feel a lot better out there if you're listening to this. And uh, drown your sorrows in a member-sized beer at the corner of Colfax in York at the DNVR bar. If you are a member, you get that member-sized beer, which is fantastic. You get all kinds of price breaks on any tailgates that we might have for the Broncos. We've done party buses for the Avs as well as the Nuggets. We might do a little Rockies takeover kind of thing. You'll get price breaks and stuff like that. If you're down at the DNVR bar when we're having a watch party, we got all kinds of giveaways, and we're actually going to hook you up with some extra raffle tickets as well to win some free gear, like some of our new shirts that we have. I'm wearing one today. You can take a look at what that looks like over at dnvrlocker.com or on our YouTube channel, DNVR Sports, as well. You get access to members-only Discord, and it's it's fantastic, especially since it's only 50 cents for your first month. And if you're ready to go all in for an annual membership, you actually get a free shirt at dnvrlocker.com. And if your body's a little bit sore, especially if you're out there doing that yard work, you're bending down and using muscles you haven't used before, 
Fret not because the relief and recovery creams from Escape Artists, the highest awarded topical brand in Colorado, well, they're going to help you out since they prioritize quality and consistency. It penetrates for deep muscle tissue discomfort that's fast absorbing. And probably the best part when it comes to any of these salves, if you will, it's not going to stain your sheets or your clothes. You don't have to worry about that. The best part is you can find that at any of your local Lightshade dispensaries. Now 11 in the Denver metro area. Lightshade has a premium selection of cannabis concentrates, top shelf flowers, edibles, tinctures, favorite of producer Kale Sorbo right now behind the scenes. You can't see him, but he always perks up a little bit when he hears about those tinctures. Huge yeah. tinctures guy. Yo! Same. I don't know yeah. what that is. SPK, Super Producer Kale, Kale, AKA TG, tincture guy. Like TG Sorbo. Like that's what we call him around these offices here. That's what uh, we call him all the time. Yeah, yeah. No, it used to be SPK, and now, like, recently with Light Shade and everything, he goes down there. I think he's almost been at all 11. Do you have a punch card? He kind of has this passport thing. He's made it up himself. It's pretty cute, actually, I'll admit. Another bound thing. I, You know, he went to art school, so he knows how to kind of make those journals himself, but he goes and he'll get a little stamp from all 11 of the locations. You should do it, too, if you need to. The next uh, fact in fiction is that and this is just sending me. It's... Something, I'm, some parts, he's really revealing parts of my life. Something completely made up and no one will have any idea. It's really, really hilarious. But some of it you're going, oh, that's true. I did that or I, I, would, do, <laughs> or I would do that or I'm going to do that, right? I guess, I guess. <laughs> I, um, I haven't been here long enough to know which is fact and which is fiction, so. It's, uh, it's all fact in oh, the man. eye of the beholder. That, that, that being anyone who listens to this. But listen, you out there, podcast listeners and, and viewers of our show, you can actually get 25% off non-sale items right now with code DNVR. Shop online at lightshade.com for pickup or just visit a Lightshade location near you. And if you want to feel good during the postseason and, well, the Nuggets may not have very much more left of that, you can stop at Lightshade beforehand and you can watch from the comfort of your own home now. Yeah, it's true. That part, I'm not making up. This is fact. Go to avaca.tv slash DNVR and you can get more information about Avaca TV. What they are, it's it's revolutionary. It's a place where you can get all your favorite sports teams, coverage of them in one place. Nuggets, Avalanche, CSU Rams, Denver Pioneers, and now even the Colorado Rockies. Yes, we're talking Denver, Colorado Springs, Phoenix, up in Idaho, you can get it as well. Bottom line, Ivaca TV has altitude sports for you. Go to ivaca.tv slash DNVR. Zero hidden fees, zero contracts. It's just $25 per month plus the receiver, and your price gets locked in for two years. Never worry again about, uh, about missing out on nuggets and avalanche with Ivaca TV. And now when you use code DNVR, you're actually on top of that great package. You're going to get $10 off your first three months with Avaca TV. Go to avaca.tv slash DNVR. Susie, at some point in the near future, I have a feeling we're about four to four and a half weeks out. You are going to chime in with your own testimonial because I know there's some cable issues going on mm -hmm. in the Hunter household. And I think Avaca TV could be that solution for you. I think it could be. I need to look into it. Um, I just need, I need to get a lot of things together, but that's pretty high on my list of things I need to figure out. That's it. That's it. No, mm -hmm. I, I like it. We got to figure out if Miguel Cabrera is going to get his 3000th hit 
this weekend. I, I, he is, right? Like, he is. He has to. I think it's so appropriate that on today, which is Earth Day, Mother Nature has decided we don't get to see this game. I like that. Yeah. Very like funny to me. Someone, someone has <laughs> aggravated Mother Nature. Now, you would think Mother Nature would be very upset, not with the Detroit Tigers, but in fact with the New York Yankees. So I, I don't know if their game has gotten rained out, right? I, come on. You know this. What? Now, the big story, the reason why Miguel Cabrera is going into this game here, mm-hmm. going into yes. this game with 3,000 sets, is, is because of the Yankees, let's face it. Maybe particularly Aaron Boone, but it's, it's the Yankees' fault, for lack of a better term. Yeah, so um, they decided, Aaron Boone decided to intentionally walk Miguel Cabrera when he was at the plate with what could have been hit number 3,000. Um, so what was that? Round of the eighth. Like that was his final yeah. at of the day. Everyone was on that their was, feet at Comerica. Like it was time. It, it could have happened. And um, a lot of people kind of got, a lot of people are heated about it because they're like, oh, you're stopping history. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. It's allergy season. Um, but yeah, a lot of people are pretty fired up about it. Mickey is not so much. He's like, it's baseball. It's a game. Like, basically, you know, this game doesn't exist for my personal glory. It's a team sport. Like, that is the move you should have made in a game like this. It's wonderful drama. So I love the drama. Baseball side of me, whether what, journalist or just baseball fan, I, I understand that move. And I'm, I'm not upset by it. However, if I was at that game, I would have been in sense i would have been so pissed that i was robbed of history if he just happens to go over three and he doesn't come up right like there's a double play turn before that whatever it may be and he doesn't come up you go oh he was on deck man he had three shots hey i was there like i bought a ticket hoping to see history i didn't what are you gonna do but the fact that aaron boone stood in the way held up those four fingers in fact we were watching it at at the blake street Mm -hmm. tavern at the time uh, for a wonderful event uh, for our, our chapter here of of saber we get together the third month our saber is, lunches our saber lunches are fantastic whenever i tell people that it's a luncheon <laughs> they think that they have to get all dressed up i'm like it's just a fancy way of saying a bunch of people getting together for lunch it's the third wednesday of every month unless the rockies have a game which they did on wednesday and then we just move it back a day so i think next month it will actually be uh, a thursday it'll be May 19th. So yeah, you can expect both of us, you know, to be there, have some great conversation. You don't have to be a member to go there and, and, and check it out. And, and you don't even have to know a lot about baseball. We, we don't talk about numbers, facts, and figures. We're just passionate about the game. And there's a lot mm-hmm. of interesting folks there, but we saw that on TV. We were all mm-hmm. watching, we were having conversation and then we would stop and look up. Okay. Cabrera's coming to the plate. And then Aaron Boone held up those four fingers and boy, oh boy. That was uh, that was rough. The fans were pissed. I don't blame. Yeah, them. I, I like, don't blame. There, them. There's a video of um, everyone getting up right after that happened. Like everyone was like waiting to go to the bathroom, holding it in. So like <laughs> it was just like this mass exodus up into the concourse. It was like, oh, that's actually pretty funny. Everyone was just waiting and waiting and waiting. And no, you're not getting it. And now the play ended up backfiring because Austin Meadows, who was batting fifth behind Cabrera, ended up doubling, scoring two runs. Great insurance runs because there's only one nothing at that point. So, hey, the play ended up working in the Tigers' favor. They won the game, but I wrote about this today on the DNVR.com. 50 cents for your first month. But I bet you Tigers fans would have gladly traded that victory and said, yeah, it could have been a 16-1 to loss. 
I want, I was there to see Miguel Cabrera get a hit, not for the Tigers to win. If both things happen, great. But if I could only have one, come on. You mm-hmm. want to see 3,000. Yeah. It's funny. I actually know someone who went to the game today, who went down to Detroit for the game today. And they're like, are you serious right now? Like, it's just like, it keeps getting robbed from Detroit. How about this? There's somebody out there right now that flew in for 48 hours. They got to the ballpark Thursday afternoon and they were like, I'm going to see it. It's going to happen. He just had a three hit day. He's hot. It doesn't happen. That's okay. I've got my tickets for Friday night and oh crap, right? There are people Mm -hmm. that there's gotta be people. And even people just from Detroit that have probably purchased those and go, well, I can't go, I can't go Saturday, but I'm going to get tickets for Thursday and Friday. I got two shots at this. Mm-hmm. That's, I got two shots. I can't go Saturday. I got work, whatever it is. And now, you know, and there's now going to be people that get tickets for Saturday that may or may not know which game they have tickets to. There will be people going. So I think, wow. And I, I don't actually know the answer to this because Saturday's game was supposed to be at 11 10. Mm-hmm. So if you had tickets to Saturday's 11 10 game, do oh. you get in at Saturday at 11 10? Or is that game now? Oh, that's a I th- good question. I, I think I think if you had tickets for Friday's game, I'm guessing. I have I have no idea. Didn't dig into to it this far. I mm-hmm. I, I think there's a limit to uh, to what we need to research and what we need to talk about here on the show. But hey, hit us up. Uh, hit me up. Email me, Patrick at the DNVR.com and say how disappointed you are. But I would guess that. The eleven ten game on Saturday is still the eleven ten game on yeah, Saturday. You have to see Austin sense. Gomber, but because he's going later. But the Friday night game is probably going to be the the second game on Saturday. I think that makes the most sense. I, I've seen yeah. that on opening day, like they've done that before. That makes the most sense to me too. I would I would bet my money that that's how it'll pan out. Yeah. Someone who has tickets will have to let us know. Wow, it's it's crazy. So. A couple interesting facts and figures about Miguel Cabrera. I wrote about this. There's the, this was in a bunch of places uh, all throughout the day. Rockies even had it in their game notes. If Miguel Cabrera does this uh, and records his 3,000th hit against the Rocky Rockies, it'll actually be the fourth time that it's happened to the Rockies, which, first off, is amazing because I think since 1993, Cabrera would be like the 15th player to record his 3,000th hit. And so for four of them to have been against the Rockies obviously is is wild, right? And they've only been around since 1993. Mm-hmm. And believe it or not, that would actually tie a record. So the Minnesota Twins slash Washington Senators franchise, it happened to them four times. So the more, more recently, Rod Carew, Eddie Murray, Cal Ripken Jr. got their 3,000th hit against the Twins. But before they were the Minnesota Twins, they were the Washington Senators, and Tris Speaker ended up doing it, I'm going to say maybe back in the 19, early 1920s, something like that. So it's happened to them four times, but they've been around close to 100 years. Rockies, this is season 30, and this could be their fourth time that it's happened to them. That is insane to me. These numbers are nuts. Right? Um, what are the odds, you know? <laughs> yeah, who are who are some of those guys? Who are those four guys? That recorded 3,000. I think the last one would have been Ichiro Suzuki in 2016. Yeah, Ichiro Suzuki, mm-hmm. Craig Biggio, Ricky Henderson. Uh, so, yeah, those are the three. And then possibly Cabrera. Miguel Cabrera. 
Yeah. Yeah. With Ichiro, that was the only one that's ever happened at Coors Field. I was there for that bad boy. It was fantastic. Only the second triple for the 3,000th hit. Paul Mahler did that in 96. Uh, if you actually go back and listen to Friday's podcast, uh, that dropped Friday morning. We recorded it on Thursday afternoon with Drew Goodman. He had some of his memories about the Craig Biggio game in 2007, back when the Astros were you know, a National League team. He got it off Aaron Cook. He tried to stretch a single into a double, and so it, it didn't work. Willie Tavares threw him out at second base. It was Tavares to Troy Tulowitzki, tagged out Craig Biggio, and that's the only time a 3,000th hit has resulted in an out. Which makes sense because you go, well, it's a hit. It's not an out. It's a hit. But no one else has ever tried to just bloop a ball in the center field and get two bases out of it. I mean, at Coors Field, it happens all the time. Yeah. But Biggio tried to do it. He actually got out. They stopped the game. And that was interesting. And then Ricky Henderson was was one that I, I didn't really remember. It, it did take place uh, the latest at, in, in any season. It was October 7th, mm-hmm. 2001. Yeah. Uh, of course, unfortunately, that was because uh, the season got pushed back after the attack on 9-11. Mm-hmm. And uh, th- that probably wasn't even like the biggest story of the day there because everyone, 60,000-plus people went to Qualcomm Stadium, which used to be Jack Murphy Stadium where the Pir- mm-hmm. uh, Padres played in San Diego. They all gathered to see Tony Gwynn's final game. And then, lo and behold, Ricky Henderson singles in the first inning. They celebrate, and then it's like, okay, now back to Tony Gwynn. He He's the guy that we really want to be celebrating. You know, when it rains, it pours. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love that story. But I think you you saw something about Alan Trejo. He was talking about that today, right? I, I totally missed it. Yeah, yeah. So actually, um, uh, Alan Trejo was on Unassisted on MLB Network Radio with Jenny Kavnar, our good friend. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, he was talking about what it would be like, you know, if he is there for that 3000th hit. Um, and he was just like, yeah, like it would be so cool to be able to watch that in person. Um, and just like had so many nice things to say about how, you know, Miguel Cabrera has grown the game and how he's just done so much for baseball. So it was, it was a cool interview. They've actually, they've replayed clips of it a lot all day. So I was like, okay, yeah, like let's get our guys some attention. I love that. But yeah, he was like, yeah, it would be really cool to see that in person. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I love Trejo getting getting the push, mm-hmm. getting a little bit of bump from from Jenny. People need to, you know, keep an eye on him. We'll we'll see what happens with Brendan Rodgers. He's struggling right now. You know, maybe you see Trejo a little bit at second base. Mm-hmm. It's not time to totally give up on on Rodgers, but maybe Trejo gets in there and uh, whacks a couple home, more homers, and you know, we'll we'll see. Maybe he uh, he will become more of a of a known name nationally, uh, just outside of of Denver, but. Uh, mm-hmm. You and I had kind of talked about this briefly off the air. We we were texting each other that this this could be maybe the the last time in a while that we see another player or that we see a player get mm-hmm. their three thousand hit. Yeah, because the next guys in line aren't that close and pretty no. old, so they don't. Yeah, like they, we we're not going to see this. We got to enjoy this. <laughs> we do. Yeah, Robinson Cano has the next most after Cabrera. Uh, 2,600. He's 39. Mm-hmm. You know, his best days seem to be behind him. Yadier Molina after that, 2116. That's it. And then Joey Votto. So, Joey Votto. I keep forgetting that Joey Votto is 38 years old because he's so yeah. active on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 38 going on a 14 year old middle school girl. Like, yeah, yes, he's, yes. But he's, he's also, he's not that close. He's at no. 2033. Like, yeah. that is. 
totally. After Cabrera, there's only three guys right now that have yeah. 2,000 hits. And then maybe by the end of the year, depending on how well these seasons go, maybe Andrew McCutcheon gets in there. He needs about 163 hits. Elvis Andrews needs 125. Nelson Cruz, 41 years old. Mm-hmm. He needs 76. So, like, again, they'll they'll probably get to 2,000 at some point, but we're talking about 3,000 hits, and that's 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 a totally different beast. Yeah, so we're, yeah, the chance, the odds of us seeing it again anytime soon are very low. It is, yeah. It's Like I said, it's, it's a different beast. And speaking of different beasts, you got to check out the American raptors, and not the raptors like the dinosaur. I'm talking about the birds. I'm also a birder. I know Adam had us that market cor- uh, cornered, Adam Mattis, uh, from the Nuggets beat, but I, I'm right there with him. I, I just don't brag about it. I don't bring in my, my bird books to share them around and, and say, okay, I'll look at this book that I made and leather bound. It's like, it's not like it clearly says Sibley on it. You, you didn't make that, Adam. Yeah, shots fired. I'm, I'm calling you out on bird knowledge. No one wants to see that matchup, by the way, but they do want to see some wonderful rugby down in Glendale, Colorado, especially since you can get tickets for free. All you got to do is go to AmericanRaptors.com for your free tickets. Check out our very own Colton Strickler on the DNVR Rugby Podcast. He drops info every week with the basics on rugby. He also interviews top athletes and coaches in the sport. He's got excellent betting tips for this year's Super Rugby. That's just the big season that they have going on down there. I almost said south of the border. Down under. That was the word I'm looking for. Down under. That, that's where they do all the rugbying. Um, but but you've got great rugby here in your backyard. All these crossover athletes who've played sports professionally in, in, in all the different trades, you know, football, basketball, baseball. So you can learn the sport as they're getting used to it too. Head over to AmericanRaptors.com for more information at that. And all those guys... I, I don't know this for a fact, but I can only imagine that they probably start their day off very similar to me, and that's with a scoopful of athletic greens. It's something that I use every day. I've been taking it partially because I, I found that it, it makes a serious difference for my gut health. People don't talk about that very much, but I drink a lot of kombucha doing those things because like, if you eat something a little bit wonky, you feel it, and it's too late by that point. But with athletic greens... Your body's gonna absorb 75 high-quality vitamins, whole for whole. This one's always tripping me. Out. Whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, minerals, and adaptogens that help you start your day right. For me, it it makes me a lot more alert and gives me a lot of clarity before I even have my first cup of coffee of the day. It's a micro habit that for me has big benefits. I think it'll do the same for you. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is actually going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash ROC. That's the first three letters of Rockies. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash ROC to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. It's good stuff. So it, it actually I finally, is got my, I finally got my supply of it. So I, I just started trying it earlier this week. I'm, I may have to borrow a couple travel packs. I'm, I'm running low. Like I, I'm, I'm hard up for it. I, I oh my it. gosh. <laughs> I, need, I need it. Like it's, it's really like, I feel off if there's a day where if I'm out or whatever it may be, like I need to start my day with it. It's, it's great. Now, uh, just to finish up the story about 3000 hits, mm-hmm. Dan Zimborski from Fangraphs friend and former guest on the podcast we had him on this off season he actually wrote an article 
a few months ago about the odds of someone reaching 3000 hits, search it out online. You'll find it. And he's got a projection system that suggests that only four players right now active will even remotely reach 2,500 hits. Like, basically 50% or more. Jose Altuve, Freddie Freeman, Fernando Tatis Jr., who only has like uh, 900 hits, something like that. He, he mm-hmm. doesn't have very many hits to begin with, right? Because mm-hmm. he, he premiered or he debuted in uh, in 2019. So like he, he hasn't been on... Yeah. 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 No, he, he has 293 hits. I'm sorry. I got the nine backwards in my head. Yeah. 293 hits. <laughs> You're like hits. really pumping up his numbers. <laughs> Yeah, really. Way too much. I'm like, wait a minute. He's only been around for like three years. Yeah, he's got 293 hits, yet the projection system says he's got a 55% chance to get to 2,500. Similar odds with uh, Juan Soto. But the highest percentage that he was able to project to get 3,000 hits is Jose Altuve, and it's only a 34% chance. That's it. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Um, really what low. surprises me is Mike Trout's percentage of making it to 2,500. What? Well, so he's about halfway there. So I would, I would think he'd have pretty good odds. What? His, he's, he's only got 5% odds. Oh my God. That's yeah. That's insanely low. The only, I mean, he has been a little bit banged up, but mm-hmm. still that, that doesn't, I, I would think he has much better odds, but that's interesting that. Zimborski's projection system has something like that. The Mike Trout disrespect here. Wow. Absolutely. Wow. You can't be doing that to New Jersey's finest. No. no, no, no. <laughs> and I, th- I think one of the reasons why this is happening is I wouldn't put it on 2020, right? Like you say, well, there was 102 less games than normal. I wouldn't put it on that because that's that's only so much. But, you know, we, we know, you know, since the since the days of Moneyball, uh, again, that we're talking early 2000s, but it really wasn't adopted by everyone in baseball until five, ten years later. I mean, we look at Joey Votto, we think about him as one of the greatest hitters, and yet he has a little over 2,000 hits. That's because the goal of a hitter now isn't to get a hit. The goal of a hitter is to not make an out. Mm-hmm. And if you do put the ball in play, it's to hit it hard. So it's to have a very high slugging percentage. And if you strike out, so be it. If you take a walk, great. So we're not valuing hits like we used to. So it, it kind of it kind of stands to reason that you know guys aren't trying to you know, two hundred hits doesn't necessarily mean anything. It's it's about hey, what's my war? Yeah. So it's wild. I don't I don't know if we'll see it. I, we'll probably see it again in our lifetime. But in our lifetime, maybe yeah. <laughs> well, I I I don't know if I mentioned this before, but I I think baseball might might be changing. Uh, in a major way, if you got between the pitch clock speeding up the game, right. Mm -hmm. And the way that they may be tinkering with the baseball, we're seeing that home run numbers are down. Mm -hmm. Baseball teams will then start to figure out, Hey, we just got to put the ball in play. The the, the pitchers are throwing pitches, you know, a little bit, a little bit quicker. They may not have the same control of command. They're filling up the strike zone a little bit more. The ball's not flying. So, you know, go back to hitting more line drives rather than fly balls. Maybe even you're not going to want to hit, ground balls because they're still going to be outs but even still you could see a change in approach a little bit whereby you know what maybe you you uh, don't have as many walks and so there there is a lot more value on base hits even singles doesn't have to be extra base hit could just be singles we'll see yeah i'm most curious about this pitch clock thing because it actually has sped up games in the minor leagues in this short period of time very promising wasn't 
the because I think we talked about it that that one night the the twelve to eleven game between Tacoma and the Albuquerque Isotopes mm-hmm. was that under two hours like or no? I don't think it was under two hours, okay. but it was it was a pretty short game for something yeah. like that. Yeah, I thought I heard something like absurd where you're like, not only was there 23 runs, but it got under two hours. And I think, and again, that's going to make the game. There's going to be a lot of people that come back to baseball. I know there's been this talk of, well, games that are longer allows you more opportunities to to bet and to gamble. Mm-hmm. But eight year old kids aren't gambling. They they want to see a quick game, right? They I hope see they're not. Well, I mean, a little bit. I don't know. It's where you were raised. If you you know, marbles, bottle caps. Pogs. I mean, listen, we did spend a lot of time in Atlantic City when I was a kid, but that's it. And probably Wildwood, right? Is Wildwood the a spot? Lot. Oh, honestly, we spent the most time in Atlantic City. That's why I am really? the way I am. These are stories for another time. Atlantic City. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's it's uh Blackhawk by the water. I think that's what Atlantic City sells itself as. No? Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Central yeah, my great grandmother was a big gambler, so we had a lot of comps. <laughs> I like, yeah, the comps. That's what it's about. <laughs> All that's about what, the comps. Well, you and I, we we hope to maybe get some comps. Uh, when it comes to the field of dreams, and you know, full Ooh. disclosure, our good buddy Dan Evans is a part mm-hmm. owner, and he's uh, the chief uh, executive officer there in Dyersville, Iowa. But the first that I had seen this news was, you know, uh, from a negative slant. People were worried. They're saying, "What? They're tearing down the field of dreams?" So, you know, they're uh, they they pave paradise to put up a parking lot. Well, as it turns out, that's not the case no, not at that. all. No, a, a separate farm was purchased nearby the Field of Dreams site. $80 million is being invested to really turn this piece of land, this, this small town of Dyersville, Iowa, into something really, really unique and special. And so I know our, our guy, Super Producer Kale, put together uh, a couple graphics, and here you get a feeling for what the facility will look like. Now, the movie site is off to the left, um, and it, it's kind of where you see the largest patch of not trees. I want to say trees, but no, it's corn. Corn, so, yes. So from this aerial, you go, oh man, all you're going to be able to see all of that. Actually, that's not the case. Uh, where where they're doing all this construction, you won't be able to see it. The movie site will still be the movie site and mm-hmm. you know there's going to be nine baseball fields so they'll be able to have all kinds of cool uh tournaments and stuff there did you have a favorite part from this announcement Susie, when you saw it of like okay this is this is cool i i love this aspect maybe more than anything um you know i liked that um there's a there's a new hotel that's going in too so i thought that right. looked really nice so there's a the new diamonds, the youth player dorm, and the new hotel. The um, I guess timeline on that is to have it done by 2023. But I like the stuff that's coming later. This sounds lit, honestly. <laughs> so they're gonna have an amphitheater and an RV park, um, and there's gonna be a park geared towards adults and children with disabilities. And I think that's really sweet. I love to see inclusivity. Um, so I like that they're also including that in there too. Yeah, I, I think it's fantastic to make that. I mean, think about how many fathers will and mothers and and guardians and, and aunts and uncles. We know Thank that uh, that 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 look after you know the children and they say, well, hey, we're going on this tournament. It's cool to go to Cooperstown. Cooperstown, you know, did that uh, probably two decades ago where they started building some fields off you know off to the side and 
we got one coming here in northern Colorado in, in, in Windsor with the northern Colorado Owls. They're, they're going to be a professional Pioneer League team. And there's going to be a whole facility there, Future Legends Complex. We'll bring you plenty of information when that, that starts coming out. June 1st is the first game. I think it's a night game, so you actually will be able to go see the Rockies during the day, and then that might be against the Giants, and then you can head on up to Windsor to see the the Northern Colorado Owls and and do that. But it's wonderful for this facility to be there, especially for children of the Midwest. You know, I I, I don't tend to know all the different, you know, travel ball facilities that are out there. I'm sure there's some other really good ones, but particularly this one, you'll go out there, you know, your kids will get to play some some high-level competition, whatever it may be, but on your off day or before or after a game, you can head on over to the to the movie site and have a have a game of catch with with whoever is your beloved one that you yeah. are crossing the tradition and the love of baseball down to. And so what better way to do that than this? I mean, you, mm-hmm. there's no airport in the area where you're gonna provide cheap flights for people to fly in and have a game of catch there in Dyersville. This is a wonderful way to do that and to help that community as well. Mm-hmm. You know, who's, you know, people come in and they come out and the, all these tourists now a lot more money can, can stay and help that, that small town community. Yeah. And sports tourism in general is just so huge right now. Um, so it's cool to see them capitalizing on that and just bringing the field of dreams legacy into more kids lives. I think that's really fun. Yeah. And making a destination and who knows what else happens. Obviously, Denver is totally different than Dyersville, but if you know the history of, of the Rockies and, and what Lodo looked like in the early 90s, like it, it was a dangerous place. It was a bad spot. You know, Colfax was once, you know, considered the dangerous street in all of America. Mm-hmm. And then Coors Field is built and everything how everything else happens after that. It's, it could be a reason why all of us are here now is because of the regeneration of that city. And so Dyersville on a much smaller level could experience that same kind of growth in a, in a positive way. So it's really exciting. And, you know, the field's in good hands besides our buddy, Dan Evans, like Frank Thomas is a part of this too. Chicago white Sox hall of famer, you know, the, the, the ballpark that's going to be there too. I think that will stay up year round. And so it'll be a, a wonderful spot. We've seen it with the little league world series because MLB invested in that uh, Howard J. Lomity stadium up there in Williamsport and mm-hmm. they've got tournaments. And then all those kids that are at the little league world series, when they do the, the uh, little league classic, they get to meet all the big leaguers that can now happen again at the field of dreams. So I, this oh. is just a slam dunk. I, I use that phrase too much on a baseball show. It is a grand, <laughs> it's a walk-off grand slam by someone's cousin. It's a touchdown. It is. It is a touchdown. It's exciting. I would be curious to know, and I, I don't remember what the the figures were last year for the Field of Dreams game. I think there's still scheduled one for this year. I think it should be Cubs and Cardinals, right? I know that was like originally the plan and the pandemic moved things back. It might yeah. be Cubs and Cardinals this year. I'm not sure if that Maybe. changed or not. But originally that was the plan for mm-hmm. year two, but year two was supposed to be in 2021. But I'd be curious. I don't know what the 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 attendance figures were like last year for White Sox and Yankees. But I'd be curious, where would the Oakland A's have better attendance? Right now in Oakland or in Dyersville, Iowa, playing at the Field of Dreams site? Oh, my gosh. Um, uh, that was harsh. Um, uh, but, yeah, <laughs> the A's have had terrible attendance lately. <sighs> Bad. There are probably more feral cats at the Coliseum than fans. You keep, you keep tabs on all these interesting things. Yeah, I, I did did hear about that. 
Yeah, um, I'm, I'm just very interested in the feral cat beat. Uh, but yeah. Um, and how many I... cats are counted towards attendance? That's another <laughs> thing too. I don't know how that works. No, I've, I've heard some stuff where like teams have a way of like bumping up attendance and boosting it like legal ways. Like they're known, but right now Oakland is not trying to bump up and boost their attendance in any way. They wanted to make it clear. Look how bad this is. Please give us a new stadium mm-hmm. here somewhere in Oakland. The plans that they've, they've presented nearby. Uh, I'm trying to remember what it was called. Howard, Howard terminal, something like that, but they look amazing. It looks fan. It looks fantastic. It looks like, dare I say a touchdown. It, it looks like that it looks amazing, but it's uh, it does seem to be that maybe a move to Las Vegas could be what's in store for the Oakland athletics. And I think, I think the graphics would look cool. Cause I thought of this in my head, you've got, you'll just see like when it, when they announce it, it'll say Vegas V E G a apostrophe S look at that. Is that awesome? Right. That's Vegas. very so, reminiscent of tacos. Okay. That's not where the idea came from, but you're right. It's very similar, but, but Oh, apostrophe S actually tacos. Hmm. We, we have to make a graphic of that. When, whenever the Rockies do battle with the Orioles, that's when we'll have the OS be the Orioles with O's. Mm. Right? We'll have, I don't know. Look at you getting the wheels turning. If athletics are going to Vegas, that's it. We, it's it's going to happen. We'll Ugh, I it bums me out, you know, but they've moved yeah. before. That's true. Our former Philly A's. <laughs> Kansas City, and I mm-hmm. think there's there is a couple other moves too that they mm-hmm. they nearly made, but uh, yeah, those poor A's there they are not drawing very many fans. There will be a lot of fans this weekend. There'll be a lot of uh, fans, quote unquote, viewers of the live DNVR Rockies podcast will be coming to you live on Sunday post game. That's an early one, eleven ten, so mm-hmm. you can get all your post game wrap up and recap nice and early and still have some time for a Sunday dinner, a cab, whatever you're drinking. You've got, you, you have a bottle there of something. I don't know what it is. I'm going to blow up your spot. Oh, it's, it's literally water. So you're plugging. I'm yeah, not right. drinking wine out of a bottle. I'm drinking water. Sorry gotcha. to disappoint. I know. No, I, we look, we believe you. We believe you. Kale and I have never seen red water before, but we believe you. All right. And on that note, no, I'm kidding. Uh, and on that note, uh, this has been great. It's been fun, but you know what they say? They say you got to plug your, your social media account. So we will at DNVR underscore Rockies. I'm at Patrick D lions. I'm at D Susie Hunter. Kale is, oh, I don't remember your, I don't remember your handle there. Kale at Kale Sorbo. I think. Yeah. I'm just at Kale Sorbo. Yeah. You're the, you you're the know. one you got in there before the, before all the other kale sorbos. There's no other kale sorbos. I don't think it's a pretty unique game. So I, I would be surprised. I've never had an issue getting a like password or whatever, you know, with my name, because mm-hmm. okay. not, not a lot of duplicate accounts out there of kale sorbo. I'm setting the over under at eight and a half other kale sor- sorbos. Out there. They're all in like Finland, but and they don't speak English, and that's why they're not on these other sites. But there, I bet you, there's got to be at least eight and a half. I, I have no idea. I have no idea. I know of one and a half people that are also named Kill Sorbo. All right, here we go. We're off the rails, and so let's bring it back. It happens. Fifty cents for your first month on the DNVR.com. Amazing content from all the beats besides just the Rockies Nuggets and Bumpers. You name it. It's been great. It's been wonderful. 
you know what they say about momentum. It's only as good as tomorrow's podcast. So we'll talk to you then. Thank you.